Hello and welcome, all you agents, trainers, Pikmin bloomers, ballers, lightship pilots, eighth wall advertisers, and our beloved wayfinders and explorers to episode number 61 of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is proudly brought to you by the Pokemon Professor Network, and you are listening to the podcast that will teach you everything you need to know about everything, including Peridot, Peridot, Peridot. Yes, we've got some really good stuff for you this week. We've got some new ambassadors. We have a new executive producer. We've started to see some rewards roll out from the Indonesian challenge. Street view is going away. Reviews look different now. And like I said, on May 9th, Peridot drops. Do we care about this? Here to talk about all this and a little more is Chris. Hey man, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing, buddy? You know, I am doing excellent. It's a Friday and I'm working from home and I'm taking my little break and we're recording the show. We got some good stuff to talk about. We got a jam-packed show today. It is jam-packed. Exciting stuff. Yeah, so what's going on in your world, my man? Talk to me. Not much. I haven't gotten out to do a lot of wayfaring this week, but I got a bunch of stuff this weekend to do. Um, just looking forward to the weekend. Kids are off next week. It's March break up here. Nice. Um, so my wife got to sleep in this morning. That was nice. Very nice. But yeah, well, we got some fun plan stuff. Fun stuff planned for the kids next week. Nice. I think we have a little bit of breaking news. Beedy 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 be breaking news. I'll play that. We have a new executive producer. We do. How exciting is that? This is very exciting. Yeah, so we want to give a shout out to Kate DeCant. And uh, Kate is our new executive producer. And that comes with some perks on our side and some insider information on our side. And we just want to give you a shout out and thank you so much for helping us keep this show at a tip top level, highly produced, sounding good and all that. Kate, you're the best. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome aboard. You're now in our special super secret double probation Discord admin channel where all the stuff is talked about that's going to go into the show. So you've you, you've signed your life away that you can't say anything, and we just <laughs> appreciate you being here. So, Well, Chris, before we get into the meat of the episode, a couple things I wanted to talk about. Two things real quick, or I guess one, Peridot. So we Peridot. don't have access to it because we're not in no. the places where Peridot is. Do we care about this? Are we going to? Are we? Do, let, let, let's draw. Let's put a line in the sand right now. Are we going to follow Peridot, or what are we going to do? What do you think? I I'm going to download it and probably play it for a week and then completely forget about it. If I'm being okay. honest, I don't know. We'll All see. Right. I don't know. All right. So I know there are some of our listeners out there that are Peridot crazy. So we should de- we should devote at least one segment. Once we play it for a week to Peridot, we just kind of let everybody know if we're going to continue. Does that sound good? I agree. It's a good idea. I, I did that with NBA All World. I played it like hardcore for a week, and then I really haven't played it anymore. I, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with it. I'm struggling with NBA All Worlds, but I will give Peridot a shot. I was never even able to download NBA All World. Oh, that's so, so frustrating. <laughs> All right. I even had so, them respond to me on Twitter too, and they were. What did they say? Like, what did they say? He said. So I sent. I sent that GIF of um, of someone just kind of looking around. I'm like, I can't download it because they sent a tweet that said, "Hey, who are you looking for in game to go dominate courts?" And I'm like, 
So I sent a GIF of someone looking around. I go, this is me looking around in the world because I can't download it. So then they sent that GIF of Will from the Fresh Prince doing that hmm thing, right? Yeah. Like, Tell us why. So right. I sent them a screenshot of the um, <laughs> of my app page saying I couldn't download it because my device wasn't, and that was it. They they never responded to me. And they never responded to you. Nope. Oh man, so, that's frustrating. I mean, the, game, my life. the game's not bad. It's just different. It's I don't I don't really know how to explain it to you. It's yeah. I, I think you know the concept of it, but. I don't know. I'm I'm having a little trouble getting traction with that. So I'm hoping that Peridot will be something different. From my understanding of Peridot, you can kind of play it in the background, kind of like Pikmin. It's not something mm. you need to have open all the time. So you can kind of do it as you kind of go along. So I'm looking forward to that. But without further ado, you want to get into the topics we have today? Yes, sir. All right, let's go to topic number one. Now on the Wayspotters podcast. We give you topic number one. All right. Topic number one. We want to give a big Wayspotters podcast welcome to our new ambassadors. This is so exciting that the new co- cohort of ambassadors are on. And I kind of want to go one by one and kind of introduce the ambassadors. And there's a lot of names on here that we're familiar with. There's a lot of people that we've had on the show um, and that are friends of the show. And um, just a a quick shout out to all the ambassadors. If you would like to come on the show, hit us up, hit me up, hit Chris up. We love to have you on the show. We will put you in, in any episode that you guys want to be in any topic you want to talk about. I think the link of the community is the most important. So if the community can hear your voice through the podcast and vice versa, um, we definitely want to do that. So without further ado, I'm going to take the first one. Friend of the show, Sea Princess HMB, uh, welcome and congratulations on being an ambassador. I have had several interactions with Sea Princess. I met her in Seattle at GoFest. Sea Princess has been a guest host on the show about six months ago. And Sea Princess and I are in a couple of the same discords. And you may be hearing her voice a little bit later on in the show. I'll throw that out mm. there as a tease. So Sea Princess, I know that you're going to do amazing things as an ambassador. And as of the recording of this show, you put out a really good tweet about International Women's Day and murals celebrating women, which was awesome. We retweeted it. And I think I even quote tweeted it and put something in there but sea princess welcome aboard look hopefully to working with you in any capacity capacity that works and congratulations on being an ambassador next i frankman's welcome and congratulations on being an ambassador we know you're going to do great things that's awesome and next we have roly so roly is someone that i have never actually met I've talked to Roly a couple times. He and I are in the Wayfair discussion discord together, and he just recently jumped into the frequent stop server that I am a mod for, along with Heracross Boss. Uh, Heracross Boss is the owner of that um, discord, and that's a local one here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's actually in Mount Holly, and Roly's in there now. So Roly, looking forward to uh, working with you, and congratulations on being an ambassador. Next, we have Zeno. Welcome aboard. Uh, I have not met Zeno or talked to Zeno, but I'm sure he'll do great. They'll do great things. Yeah, Zeno lives in Switzerland, from what it says from Ooh. their bio. So, um, which is interesting because uh, we know some other people from that area, and the 
looks like they enjoy hiking and traveling, so that'll be interesting to see what they bring to the game. It's always good to have people outside of the U.S. as ambassadors so we get that kind of worldwide flavor. Yeah, I know for sure. Yep. The next one we have is someone who has also been on the show before, a friend of the show, and you may have heard their voice here, is A for Andis. And A for Andis is from Florida. And um, A for Andis and I, we need to have a discussion. Um, I want to stop here for a second, uh, Chris, and tell you that we had him on episode nine, way back when, way back when we were just kind of learning how to podcast. And he talked a lot about Wayfarer abuse and cheating. And I know he is a champion when it comes to breaking up cheating scandals. And he's given me a lot of good advice, some of some of which I didn't take in the beginning. And I've kind of come on board for that. So um, A for Andis, welcome aboard. And I sent you a message and hopefully you and I can kind of patch up our little disagreements. It's probably my fault because I tend to be a little bullheaded from time to time. But I just want you to know that Chris and I are on your side when it comes to anti-cheat mess anti-cheating things i don't know what i'm trying to say there but we're on your side and i'm hoping that you being an ambassador you can continue to bring the uh the heat to the people who are not doing things the right way so we can keep our game board crisp and clean absolutely absolutely we'll talk about that a little bit later too yes uh next we have i am probably gonna butcher this name Uh Cinny. Welcome aboard to the ambassador program. Uh, again, somebody else that I'm not too, too familiar with, but uh, welcome aboard. Yeah, it looks like Cine is from Portugal. So, uh, and, and they've been around since 2019. So going to be good to, uh, to get to know them as well. Uh, the next one we have is uh, Kawan240. So Kawan has, over the last year that the podcast has been out, sends in many things to the to our twitter and we appreciate it and is also in the discord uh kwan's from germany we kwan has been featured many times on call of the week many many times on call of the week so uh we know kwan is very active in the discord and again welcome aboard to being an ambassador and we look forward to working with you uh in the future uh next we have eli just trying um love that name uh welcome aboard (laughs) I'm interested in learning a little more about them, and I'm looking on the community page and see that they are uh, in, currently in Europe. So that that's interesting, and an English player since 2018. So that's right. pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Pokemon Trainer J. I think everybody knows Pokemon Trainer J, right? Yeah. Yep. Pokemon Trainer J is amazing. So he has been on the show a couple of times. He was on our special broadcast when the Wayfair app launched. I think he kind of broke the news that the app launched because it was during the time of the day where things were kind of popping in Europe and he saw it and he came on and we did a special broadcast and his meme game is also very strong. So get to know Pokemon Trainer J, um, lots of good stuff. So that there's that. Absolutely. I think we have two uh, more, next right? Is, uh, three more. Three more. Tapu is next. Uh, not a name I'm familiar with. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting to know a, a lot of these people. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So definitely. welcome aboard Tapu. And I'm looking to see if Tapu put in where they are from and they did not, but 
They said they are looking forward to the recognition of a wider range of eligible waste spots, global leading to the growth of both urban and rural communities, which sounds amazing. I love it. It does sound amazing. Um, Let's see here. I think the last one on my list is Luke Allstars, who's also from Germany. I don't know Luke Allstars. I've seen the name on the forum a couple of times, but not too familiar with Luke Allstars. So looking forward to maybe talking to you. I see you play Ingress and Pokemon Go, and you love traveling and discovering new places. All sounds amazing. Welcome aboard. Uh, again, we look forward to potentially talking to you in the future, Luke Allstar, so welcome. And finally, Oncino. Oncino, again, another name I'm not familiar with, um, but they are uh, originally from London, living in Poland. So it's yeah. nice to see a wide range of areas that are represented with these ambassadors. So it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And they got 12 this year. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> See, there you go. Some people who haven't listened for a long time might not understand why that's funny. But yes, there's 12 because we had that imaginary ambassador. But Chris, so I know you've been on the forum since the very beginning. And I know that you know we've had conversations with Testone and I've had conversations with Genji and some of the other ambassadors. What are you looking forward to for this uh, 2023 cohort of ambassadors. What's the one or two things you're looking forward to the most? I'm I'm really hoping that they they take the suggestions from the community and kind of revamp the voting process. That would it's be just, interesting. It there's too much, I think, and it's they have a problem with. The, the way not enough people in reviewing right now and I, I think that they need to really sit down as a group and use the suggestions from the community that these ambassadors can bring forward and revamp that whole reviewing process so that it it's just simpler and then you can use it to actually give feedback back mm-hmm. to reviewers right because if like, you're rejecting half your stuff is um, other rejection credit doesn't tell anybody anything. Right, it doesn't. That's the one thing and, that I hope they accomplish this year. And, you know, we've heard rumblings in the past that each of the ambassadors would have kind of a project that they would be working on. Um, so that would be yeah. really interesting if they kind of had their own pet project and to see where that went. Because I know a lot of us out here in the community who are pretty passionate about Wayfair have our own ideas. So it'll be interesting to see if that comes to fruition and what Tintino and team allows them to do, because I think they have a lot of really, really, really good ideas and I'm kind of looking forward to it. So um, to the new 2023 cohort of Wayfair ambassadors, welcome aboard and hopefully we can have each of you on. I would love for, you know, maybe once a month to get one of the ambassadors on and try to get them all in in 2023. Like I said, we've talked to some of them and one of them, maybe you may hear their voice, in about 30 minutes. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, we started this last week. And I want to continue it again. So we'll go ahead and play my little Judy Garland music. And I want to continue to get to know Chris. So here's Absolutely. getting to know Chris. Let's find out a little more about Chris. Here's getting to know you. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about Chris, we kind of talked about a little bit of food-heavy stuff last week and things kind of gastro-themed. Uh, and this week, I want to move on a little bit and just kind of get into some more random things as we get to know you. 
And then I guess I think we'll have a quiz maybe in a few episodes then. We'll see what people think about you. We'll do a poll. But the first one is, if we're talking about a vacation or a staycation, what is what, what what's Professor Gloss family's going to do? Have a vacation or a staycation? We are vacation 100%. I am all about going places and exploring new things. And that's why I love Wayfair so much. Um, oh, you know, it, just discovering new areas. And we've done a lot of that. I guess you could call it staycation. Like we've done a lot of stuff in Ontario. But to me, that's still a vacation because I'm not at home, right? But yeah, 100% right. vacation. So what is your favorite vacation spot? Ooh, I love... British Columbia. Okay. What just, part of British Columbia? Love, I love the mountains. Okay. Nice. I grew up a skier. My uh-huh. parents met because um, of skiing. And I been I was skiing like before I almost before I could walk. I was on skis, right? So it's just it's in my blood and British Columbia has some beautiful mountains and I just love it. Whistler? Do you like to go to Whistler? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whistler Black Home. Love it out there. So I'm not that I'm not that big a skier. I'm I'm more of a I'll go to the mountains and kind of hang out at the lodge and drink Kahlua and coffee and go down the inner tubes. But Whistler is beautiful because you know I grew up in Portland, Oregon. So Whistler is just a hop, skip, and a jump up the road. So been to Whistler a couple of times. So yeah, I, I can concur with you that that is beautiful. So. I don't know that I really love the snow. I like the snow. I don't think I love the snow. So that, I, that would I be a, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I have a love hate relationship with snow. I love snow, but I don't love shoveling it. I think there's probably very few people in this world that love shoveling snow. <laughs> and if they do love shoveling snow, then they are probably a serial killer. I don't know. They actually yeah. All right. So next up on the list, Netflix or Hulu. What's your poison? Ooh. Oh, Netflix, 100%. I am currently re-watching Blacklist for the third time to get ready for the next season. Okay. But I'm 100% 100 Netflix and Disney+. Plus. Netflix and Disney+. Plus. Okay. And I am a Discovery Plus person. I love documentaries and anything on the History Channel or anything about aliens or anything about, Mm. like, Egypt and... You know all that stuff. I'm a sucker for that. I will, um, I will watch that over and over. So we subscribe. We so we canceled our cable a while back, but we have a HBO Plus subscription, which I get for free because I'm an AT&T customer. So I get HBO Plus for free. But then I have the Hulu, Disney, ESPN bundle, and then we also have a Netflix account. And then I think we have Paramount Plus also. So I think I ended up spending the same amount as I did on cable, but I kind of can take it on the go with me. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. What other streaming services do you have besides Netflix? We have Netflix, Disney, and Hulu at the moment. I think we're going to get Paramount Plus because they have a lot of that Star Trek stuff on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we're probably going to get that. But yeah, we were in the same boat. We switched companies because we were paying way too much for cable that we weren't watching. Right. So And I got a couple of sports subscriptions just because the new cable company doesn't have access to a couple of the channels that I want. So but yeah. So what, paying... is, it, is, it, is it Root Sports up there or what? Or is it TSN? TSN. 
Yeah, and they're owned okay. they're owned by ESPN. So okay, that's why the logo looks very similar. They're not yes, sued. yeah, and that's why it's the, the news is called Sports Center in both countries because it's they're just owned by ESPN, and ESPN's like you are like us now. But, yes. So who is a so I I, I, I should have asked you this last week. What's your favorite sport? I can probably guess. And what's your favorite team? Actually, do this if we're looking at like basketball, football, hockey, baseball, and soccer. Rank those. Okay. Uh, hockey's number one, mm-hmm. clearly. Uh, baseball's number two because I've played baseball almost my entire life. Okay. Um, football would be three. Okay. What's left? I'm not a big soccer guy. Um, I like the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, ho- hockey, baseball, football, I think would be the top three. Um, I'm a Blue Jays mm-hmm. fan. Basketball and soccer kind of fall though. You're not a big, uh, you're not a uh, Raptors fan. Uh, I am. I, I'm not a big basketball guy. Okay. Um, That's I, I, I followed them when they made that run to the championship when they picked up Kawhi. That was real. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But I've just never been able to get into basketball that much. But so I do I will follow. Give you, I'll give you a tie-in. So I went to high school. I went to grade school. In high school, well, no, I didn't go to high school with them. From second grade to eighth grade, I went to grade school with Damon Stoudemire. Oh, wow. Who was the first pick of the Toronto Raptors, and he was Rookie of the Year 500 years ago, because I'm old. But yeah, (laughs) we've known each other since second grade. We don't talk anymore, but we went to school from second grade to eighth grade. And it, what's funny about that is he's been the same height since like second grade till now, like five nine, five ten. He's literally been the same height. Um, but you know, he went on and had like an all star high school career, went to University of Arizona, and then was selected by the Toronto Raptors and was rookie of the year. So, and he's now an assistant coach for the Boston Celtics. So, I used to like have like Toronto Raptors t shirts and stuff because that was like my buddy, you know. So, yeah, that's yeah. my buddy. Yeah, but then everybody knows nice. Vince Carter. Yeah. All right. Now, are you a morning person? Are you a, a a night person or a morning person? I absolutely hate mornings. Um, which is good because I work afternoons right now. But I'm not I'm not a big morning guy. I'm a night guy. I'm usually up till two o'clock in the morning. Um, then I sleep in in the morning. But yeah, I'm definitely a night owl. So what what's sure. your normal time that you wake up in the morning? Uh, between ten and eleven. Okay. Are you one of the guys that um, you work evenings? So do you get up and help the wife with the kids get off to school and then go back to sleep, or is she just kind of no. on? Uh, she's just kind of on kid duty in the morning. Um, the the older two are both in high school, so they kind of take care of themselves. All she really does is yell at them to wake up, and then they do their own <laughs> thing, and then she drives them to school. Um, yeah. And then the little ones, she gets up and homeschools them. So uh, okay. I sleep. Like, all right. If she go. needs my help, she'll wake me up, but she usually takes care of a lot. She's a superhero. That's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sweet. All right. Rich and famous or rich and unknown? I would love to be famous. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I would love to be rich and famous. That's why you signed up to be the co-host of the Wastewaters podcast. We're going places, exactly. right? Exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna to launch my acting career. So, you know, I, I told Ken this, and, and I don't think anybody out there listening to this doesn't know this. So, we made some Wastebotters t-shirts, and we gave some away at GoFest, and we gave some to Tintino and his team, and 
Um, you know, people in the Discord and the other podcasts also on the network, we gave them T-shirts. So my wife, for my birthday, because my birthday is June 18th, and it falls on Father's Day always or right around Father's Day, she got the T-shirts made up. And I don't know if you've seen them, but it's a picture of me wearing the Wastebotters T-shirt on a T-shirt. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. So I'm the guy that walks around with my face on a T-shirt from myself. So... I would definitely like to be rich and famous, but hey, here's the deal. This is what our goal is, right, Chris? Let's agree on this right now with everybody listening. We want to be one of the notable trainers signing auditions or signing autographs at GoFest this year. Yes. Right? That would be because, amazing. Because you want to be rich and famous, and mm-hmm. I want to get you there. I don't know about the rich part, but let's work on the famous part, right? Hey, Ken can make hey, us I'm famous. <laughs> Yeah, we'd have our own booth at GoFest. That'd be awesome. Absolutely, yes. It'll be us right next to the Incense Podcast. Because I think everybody else is hashtag sponsored. We're not, so we'll be sitting right next to them, and we'll be signing autographs. Perfect. All right. This one, for me, is like a no-brainer. Like, would you prefer to be a passenger or a driver? I... Actually, I think being a passenger in a car is one of the very few things that has a tendency to give me anxiety. So <laughs> I have to drive almost everywhere. I don't even like taking cabs. Ubers, oh, just, I can't do it. So you need to be behind the wheel. And you I need, need to be to... behind the wheel. <laughs> is there a story behind that? Or did something happen? Or, or what is that kind of when When I was in high school, I three of my friends got into car accidents with me in the passenger seat so i think oh, that wow. kind of scarred they weren't they weren't like serious car accidents they were just kind of like minor fender benders one of them was one of them was we had to call an ambulance for for mm. my friend but she was just having a panic attack um uh, it wasn't too too serious but yeah i had three of them in high school and it was three different friends too right so i think that's just kind so, of so are you bad luck then is that what i'm hearing it it might be <laughs> Maybe me in the passenger seat is bad luck. I don't gotcha. know. All right. Okay. So when you and the wife and the family go on a drive, you're always driving. Then. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like I'm in that same boat. Distance, I'll do it all. My wife can't see at night. Like even with her glasses, she can't see at night. So by default, I'm the driver. Right. But you know, you know what I enjoy? I enjoy sitting in the back seat of a car. Like... Being the dad, like you, like we're dads, the dad always drives. If we're going on a long drive, we're driving. When I get to kind of relax, like take a Uber, sit in the back seat, like pull up my phone and click, I'm, I'm a passenger, like that's cool. I don't get to do it yeah. very often. So I, I actually enjoy it. Um, but I'm kind of like you. I, I kind of want to be deciding which where we're turning right and left. Yeah, like I want to be able to to sit in the passenger seat and spin stops and catch, but I just can't. Like it gets to me. All right, next one: art museum or history museum? Where do you fall on this? I am a big history buff. I don't know how many. Like if there's a World War II documentary documentary out there that I haven't watched, I'd be surprised. Um, okay. I just right. I just love knowing about what got us here because i'm a big you gotta learn from the things that you did wrong in the past right i'd always say it's not a mistake if you learn from it and you can't learn if you don't know right so i'm a big big history buff gotcha 
So when you're at history museums or looking at things like that, are you saying, can I submit this? Can I submit that? Does that come across your mind? Absolutely. There is actually, funny enough, you mentioned this. Some of this, the way spots that I'm going to go put in this weekend are some World War II tanks that are on display up by the airport. Oh, that nice. have been there a while and are not on the light shot map. I'm shocked. So okay. I'm going to take a drive up there. And, and a tank is kind of hard say, to hey, move. A tank is kind of mm -hmm. hard to move, so it's not temporary or seasonal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they got plaques and everything. So. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 go back to transportation for a second. Car or bike? Uh, I could go either way, honestly. I love biking. I had a mountain bike for a long time. I spent some time out in Colorado during the summer, and we went up and down all of the mountains on our mountain bikes. I love biking, but... Short distances bike, long distances car. There we go. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. I haven't ridden a bike in a long time. I've got bad knees, and some of those kind of repetitive motions like that are kind of tough on my knees unless I'm like on a stationary bike and I can kind of change the seating or if it's a recumbent bike, some of those kind of work better for me. But the, the bouncing up and down on the trails is like kind of kill me, which is why I don't do a whole lot of jogging because it just, you know, it just kind of hurts. Right. Yeah. yeah All I'm right. on that one. Yeah. Now, staying on transportation, train or airplane? I love me some trains, but give me a plane every single time. I love flying. If, if I could be a pilot, I would 100% be a pilot. Do you sleep on planes? Into getting, I've looked into getting my, my pilot's license. It's expensive. Okay. Is it? So, I bet it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy expensive. Can you sleep yeah, on planes? Yeah, I a plane every time. What's that? Can you sleep on planes? <laughs> um, I have a couple of times. I don't think I've ever taken a long enough flight where I really got some sleep. I think flying out to BC was the longest flight that I ever took. That's like five and a half, six hours. And I think I slept okay. for about an hour, but I could. I could sleep anywhere. Gotcha. Like if I were, yeah, to, go to, I, if I were I, to fly to England, I'd sleep the whole time. Yeah, I can get on a plane and just like that and be out. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. doesn't matter how long it is. I just, it's kind of that like, I'm not operating the vehicle, so I can just kind of relax for a second, you know? Mm. And, you know, so that that's me. All right, we got a couple more here. We'll get back into some Wayfair stuff, because I can just hear people going, talk Wayfair. Um, <laughs> owe money or owe a favor? Money. Money. Okay. Kate McCons in, in the little chat we got said, always owe money, and I completely agree. Always <laughs> owe money. Right. The money I know it's it's if hey you know I'm gonna I'm gonna you're gonna owe me a favor later I don't want I don't want to be sitting there wondering what you've got planned for me. That always ends up in you're gonna end up carrying something heavy up or down a flight of stairs or something. Yeah, having someone yell pivot at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the last one in the getting to know Chris section is coffee or tea. Coffee. I'm currently drinking coffee right now. How do you take your coffee? Black with a little bit of sugar. Okay, all right. And how much coffee do you intake on a daily basis? Oh, wow. Um, uh, what I tell my doctor, not a lot. Um, <laughs> in actual reality, probably too much. Like, I, I drink like a whole pot of coffee every day. Okay. Easy. Yeah. No. I am not a coffee drinker. I'm a tea guy. 
So yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoy I enjoy the tea. I don't I drank a lot of coffee when I lived in Portland, you know, twenty years ago, and I kind of feel like it ate a hole in my stomach because, you know, the kind of the joke he has on the West Coast. There's a Starbucks on every corner. Where there literally was a Starbucks. Like if you walked out of my building, if I turned in any direction, there was a Starbucks. There was there was four of them. So they're literally yeah. anywhere I had to go when I left the building. I had to walk by a Starbucks, and they all knew me by name, and they all knew what I drank. And it got <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm like starting to have like physical effects like from this. And so I haven't had coffee in years. I don't remember the last time I had a cup of coffee. It's been a long time. Oh, wow. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, that was getting to know you with Chris. And if you have any questions that you want to know about Chris, feel free to send us an email at wastebottersPokemonProfessor.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Wastebotters or any of our socials on Instagram. Or if you're in our Discord that we're in, hit us up. But if there's something you want to know about our co host, hit him up. He's pretty much an open book and he'll tell you anything you want to know. But now, Chris, I want to roll into topic number two. All right. So let's play the set. Let's play the sounder. Now on the Wastebotters podcast, we give you topic number two. All right. So topic number two. So you and I have actually never really talked about this and dug into this. And I think it's something important. Um, I kind of set it up earlier when I talked about um, A for Andis and him fighting the good fight in his area of Florida. Um, you know, against things that are going on there. And again, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to call light to it. But if you know, you know, there's people out there, if you know, you mm-hmm. know. But I want to talk about Wayfair cheating. Because cheating is something that I feel pretty strongly against. I review a lot and I submit a lot. And it's frustrating to be reviewing and seeing something that is clearly not at the location that someone is saying it's in. And it's somewhere else. For example, like we came across some of this when we were doing the Indonesian challenge, but I don't necessarily think that's cheating. But I've seen some blatant cheating where someone has a little free library and it looks like it's in a park. And you look at the the pictures, the supporting pictures or the or the uh, Google pictures. And it's clearly like in somebody's backyard or, or, or something along those lines. And I just I'm you're going to have cheating in any um any walk of life but like tell me where you sit when it comes to wayfair cheating i'm kind of rambling tell me what your opinion is on it i i i don't understand like i i understand why people would do it i hate it i'm completely against it i think it's 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 terrible and it just it, it bugs me when you you have stuff that's clearly fake and, and clearly manipulated to try and get a waste spot beside your house or beside your buddy's house or or something like that and it just bogs down the system and right we've already got a problem in some areas where your reviews are taking forever to go through it's it's bothers me if you have stuff that's you know you got cheating that's rampant in your area if you've got someone trying to review and you get a bunch of this stuff that you look is clearly fake it's gonna put people off you know right and I think especially like in the case that A for Andis was talking about with us on episode nine, where people are being targeted by other people 
Yes. Uh, you know, they 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 know that this is a submission that is in their area. So they're going to get them and their buddies and they're all going to one star this or they're going to, yeah. you know, go after someone else. Like <clears throat> it, it's one of those things where you say you can't have nice things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I personally, Chris, you you weren't here for this. So you this is all me. I've personally been criticized by members of the community for not officially taking a stand on this. And I thought I had kind of by, you know, I thought I had, but I guess I hadn't come out, you know, officially and said, I, Jamal, I blame Jamal, am against cheating. I blame Jamal, do not endorse or specifically, you know, want people to falsify locations. I guess I've never come out and specifically said that. And to those people who that have affected, I apologize for that. I think everybody knows, you know, I joke about what's a few meters between friends, but that's completely different than Wayfarer abuse and Wayfarer cheating. So um, if I haven't in 61 episodes come out and made that declaration, I'm making that declaration now that, and I'm speaking for you, when I say the Spotters podcast does not endorse, agree with, or promote Wayfarer abuse or cheating. Hopefully that goes without saying, but I know there's some people out there that have been waiting for me to say that specifically. So I want to go ahead and say that now. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it doesn't, it only helps like a small portion of the community and you're affecting way too many people. Right. And like if if something's not valid, it's not valid. And, And if you can't submit it where it is, couple meters between friends but don't do it like it's just don't you don't need a pokestop at your house i'm sorry you don't right um i had one and i posted this in the discord um somebody called it not gate i uh i there was a gazebo that someone was trying to submit a little bit further down a path from another gazebo so i was looking at the picture of the other gazebo to see if it was a duplicate and i'm looking at it and i'm like hold on this is the same gazebo because the knots <laughs> in the wood were in the exact same spot. So I posted right. it in the Discord and I circled the the knots on it and I am like, am I going crazy? Or is this the same gazebo? And one of the the, the existing way spot had a gazebo picture from the spring, and the new one was from the winter. So I think they could probably get away. They thought they could get away with Gosh, it. Right? They could get away with so, it. Yeah. Someone was like, "No, you're not crazy. That looks like the same gazebo. Um, it might be mass produced." And I was like, "I don't think so." So right. put it in as a duplicate, whatever, and, you know, went on with my life, didn't even think about it. But I found out uh, like a couple days ago that they took that gazebo picture and submitted it in two completely different places for two oh, separate way spots. Yeah. It's the yeah. exact same picture. So I, I right. sent, I sent all the of them to... talking about. Yeah, and I sent it all to Iantic, and I'm like, listen, this is the exact same picture of right. these gazebos. So... I got a little message in the chat saying that they had dealt with it. So nice. So that, you know, that's a perfect segue to what I wanted to talk about for the next part. How do you think the Waste Spotters podcast should handle reports of cheating? Right. So we're not affiliated with Niantic. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag if you want to sponsor us. Sure. Uh, we're not under NDA with Niantic unless they want us to be. We are just two dudes who are pretty passionate about Wayfair and, you know, because we have a platform and because we've got, you know, five, 600 people that listen to us every week or whatever that ever ends up being, 
um, we, you know, people kind of see us as an extension of Niantic, which is fine. I, I, I can take that. But people have sent me things that I literally can't do anything with, but they're hoping that I can. And I've passed them right. on to Niantic. But yeah. since you're the new guy here on the podcast, how do you think we should handle reports <clears throat> of cheating? And what is our obligation to the community there for? Um, I would love to be able to, you know, compile this stuff and, and to send it off to Niantic, but like, we don't necessarily have that avenue of communication yet. Tintino, hello? We don't talk about Tintino. We don't talk about Tintino. Um, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you want to send it to us, we can we can take a look at it and you know um, confirm your suspicions. If if you so, if you think it's cheating or think it's abuse and you're not quite sure, reach out. Um, we can take a look at it. I'm very very good at finding things on on the Intel map and um, finding it where <laughs> things are. Uh, so yeah, if you want to reach out, and then I think honestly the best way to report this stuff is right from the community um, just hit the help button open that chat button in the bottom right hand corner uh, sorry bottom right hand corner and yep. submit it through that little chat bubble because they are very responsive like it might take a day or so but you will get an answer they and I'm kind of hoping that the ambassadors too. will kind of jump in and kind of take some of this on also you know I don't like yeah, I said I don't yeah. know um, I don't know what Tintino has them doing but I do know there are some ambassadors that are pretty pretty what am I trying to say here that are pretty against cheating and really want to take this on. So hopefully one of the ambassadors takes this on as their pro their project. And um, like I said, any way that we can help assist that, uh, you know, we've Chris and I have a mic, two microphones and, you know, we can talk about things and we can not talk about things. So we're here to help, but I hope yeah. that that gets cleaned up because we've got a pretty good game when it comes to Wayfair and no mm -hmm. one should feel attacked by any specific person or by a group. Because I I go out and I, I, re, I review a lot and I submit a lot. And if I felt someone was massively like boilerplate one-starring my submissions just because I knew they were mine, that's kind of a feels bad. It wouldn't make me want to go out and do anything. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if you've got a large group doing it for a whole area. Right. And I, I've seen it so that people would like one star a bunch of stuff and then go out and submit it themselves. Right. Right. So they're stealing now. Like that's just, you're going to drive people away from a, a program that is already starving for people. Yep. So um, I think we're, we're, I think we're, we're pretty aligned on, on that. So the last thing I want to talk about under Wayfair cheating was People have noticed, I'm sure they've noticed that on your reviews, there's no address right now. Like there's some bug. We don't know if it's a bug or a feature yet. There was something on the forum that said it's it's operating as it's intended to be operated, but there's no address and there's no street view. And someone had a comment on the forums that they were concerned that there was going to be a lot of fake submissions and a lot of random cheating mm -hmm. 
if there's no street view and the Niantic employee who responded back, or I think it was, it might've might, might been you that put this, that you can go and grab the little Google guy and put him on the little blue street and you can go and look and see the Google street view. It's, it just won't be the street view that's submitted by the submitter. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Sea Princess was the first one to reply and was like this, this was because that response was not, the response was not helpful at all. No, it um, wasn't helpful. And I, I I understand from because I've done QA that that my street view doesn't work. It's not a whole lot of information to go on, right? Like yeah. how doesn't it? What is it doing when it's not working? It's it, that's the, so if you're if you're trying to submit a bug on the forum, please give them as much information as you possibly can because just going on there and saying it broke doesn't help anything. You're going to get a response with uh, no, it's not. Right. So, um, but yeah, Sea Princess called it out that that wasn't a very helpful response. Um, I, my street view works most of the time, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of times where I'll just, and I've been trying to recreate a couple of the bugs, but I haven't been able to. Uh, I mentioned a test zone, one of the bugs that I have. Sometimes I drop the pin and it just says, nope, there's no street view here. And I'm like, I know there is. Yeah, exactly. And I have to right. I keep going up the block until I actually get it to go and then walk back. Um, it's something to do with the Wayfarer page because on actual Google street view, it works flawlessly. Like I've gone to the, literally the exact same spot, drop the pin and it works on Google maps and it doesn't work on the Wayfarer page. So there's something wrong with the Wayfarer page. I don't know if the Wayfarer team agrees with me on that one. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've had that same thing. So, you know, last weekend or two weekends ago, I can't even remember when it was now when I made those 22 submissions, as those have been come up, coming up and voting, I'm noticing when I look on the Wayfair page, um, when I look at my own review, the pin is off from where I dropped it. And I was standing right on it when I dropped it. But when I look at the, like you, when I go to Google and I look around, it looks, it depends where, where it should be. But on the Wayfair review site, it's different. It's literally like 10 meters away. Interesting. And yeah, and, and it's weird. So the person who, let me see if I can find who it was so I can give them credit for their comment. But they were concerned that people were, oh, uh, that's not it. Oh, I don't even know where it is now. Anyways, I'll have to go find it. But they were concerned that without a street view, people would try to get away with a few things. So I made a submission yesterday um, at the church where my girl or my daughters go to Girl Scouts. And there's a big, huge wooden cross that I don't know how I've never noticed it. And it's not in the game. So I go to take a picture of it. And when I put the pin down, you can't see the pin from the satellite view because there's a humongous tree canopy. So I did right. a, I did a street view, but now that's going to be going away. So, and it's in the backyard of the church. So the Google car won't ever come down there. So you can never right. see it from the street view. Does that make sense? So it's yeah, one of those, yeah, yeah. So you just have to kind of trust and believe me that it's there. And when I did my, when I did my supporting photo, I took it at a pretty wide angle because from the street view, you can see the path leading to where the cross is. So I took a picture of the path and the cross. So you can like kind of piece them together and say, okay, there's this path. And then here's these trees and here's the cross. So, Right. But I think it is kind of a valid concern that some people might try to take advantage 
of yeah. you know they're not being street view and i put something in the discord and i'm like ooh i can go and nominate all my iffy nominations now <laughs> it's just kind of a joke so um but that that post was done by got cat yes there we go i want to make sure we give them credit so um it's it's i think it's a good dialogue piece and it's something that you and i can keep our eye on and see how Mm -hmm. things go what what's kind of going on with that but i think anytime there's a fundamental change to what we've been used to you know people kind of get a little antsy i remember when the change happened from operation portal recon to wayfair oh my god all the old school gatekeepers were in a tizzy over that yes i remember yeah, I remember, that, that was, I remember joining the Reddit threads and, and stuff like that when <laughs> it became available to po- for Pogo players. And it was just oh my goodness. a constant like waterfall of Ingress players just beating Pogo players over the head with bats, being like, you guys suck, you don't care. And I was like, you don't oh, care about buddy, the game board. Oh my God. It was, yeah, there was lots I, of tears. Tears and snot is what we say in our house. So yeah, I love that time because I had all of my old backlog go through in like three days. I'm like, this is glorious. I'm like, I'm <laughs> loving this. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, you cool here? You want to roll to a break? Yeah, man. All right. Let's roll to a break. So we are going to have some dad jokes. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of um, coal of the week. And we're going to talk about waste spot of the week and who knows what else. And we're not going to tell you when, but we're going to start to sprinkle in some dad jokes from Chris because he's a card carrying member of the dad jokes club. If you didn't know it or not. So let's go ahead and go to break and we'll see you on the other side. This is Sarah Amanda, supporter of Hashtag Toilet Review Time, and you are listening to Wayspotters. Ugh, get some better jokes already. It's season two. Rumor has it Niantic Wayfarer has more Wayfarer ambassadors than paid employees. What has more letters than the alphabet? The post office. I got carded at the liquor store today. I pulled out my Blockbuster card instead of my license, and the cashier said, never mind. What did one hat say to the other hat? Stay here, I'm going on ahead. What did one wall say to the other wall? Hey man, I'll meet you at the corner. What did the zero say to the eight? Hey, that belt looks really good on you. Where do you learn to make a banana split? Sunday school. I don't trust those trees. They seem kind of shady. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Wastebotters podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed the break and hopefully you enjoyed the dad jokes. I personally think they're very funny. And again, just one of these days, you're just going to see some dad jokes pop up from Chris. And to those that it annoys, it's going to annoy you more. And to those that you love it, you're going to love it even more. So we're going to switch over to our Wastebot of the week. And I'm pretty excited about these. Chris, what do you think about these? This is great. I love it. 
Yeah, why don't you so, take Waste Spot of the Week this week? Waste Spot of the Week comes from Mally081095. Malcolm in the Pokey Professor Discord. It is called The Spit, and it looks like a trail marker directional sign at the end of Black's Beach. And it is, it's a solid trail marker, and it looks pretty cool. It says The Spit down the, the front of it in, uh, in white writing. And it looks like a great spot. Looks like it's on a nice trail. Beautiful. Textbook. Yeah, I, I really like it. It it really, you know, this kind of makes me think that there's more than just one of these, but um, yeah. shout out to our friends in, in old Queensland, you know, a really good, I mean, it's, it's framed perfectly. I think it is. when and we tweet this out, picture. yeah, when, when we tweet this out, people are going to go, okay, that's how you get a trail marker. It shows that there's good pedestrian access. I mean, you couldn't mm-hmm. ask for a better picture. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Very nice. So now, uh, Coal of the Week. So last week, we did Coal of the Week, and we dropped in our new sounder, and we didn't tell anybody about it. And uh, how do you feel that there's been a whole week, Chris, with the new sounder for Coal of the Week? How do you, how do you feel about it? You want to tell I us what good. your inspiration was before we I... play it again and kind of what happened there? <laughs> Give us a little behind the scenes. I was humming that for whatever the – I've been working on the railroad. I was humming that at work the other day. Um, what a week and a half ago, I don't know why it just popped into my head. And then I sat down at my desk and I had, um, I had the the review page up while I was humming it and I was like, hold on. And it kind of hit me. (laughs) So then I went home and I started looking for the sounds, started putting it together. So yeah, that's how that kind of came together. Yeah, I've been working on the Wayfair. Yep. All right. So let's go ahead and. Without further anticipation, let's play the new Coal of the Week sounder. I've been working on the Wayfair all the live long day. I've been working on the Wayfair just to pass the... Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hey, Jamal. I found some coal. All right. Awesome. That's so cool. And you guys are going to hear some new bumpers as we come up with them. We've got a few ideas of something. And for some of our new segments, we're going to come up with some new bumpers. So we want to keep you guys entertained. You're here to learn about Wayfarer, but that doesn't mean you can't be entertained and have a few laughs. So speaking of a few laughs, we have a call of the week this week that comes from Village of Wolves. And thank you, Village of Wolves, for sending this in. Now, I'm going to go through and describe this. And I'm going to try not to giggle. So the title of this call of the week is Ron's Ex- Ron's Exotic Birds Breeding Facility. Okay, that's the title. And the uh, supporting information. Well, let me pull this up here. The supporting information says breeding facility of rare exotic birds been on the location for more than 20 years. The supplemental information is breeding facility well established since 2000. Grade school students come by also to see some rare exotic birds from around the world. So I tried to read that verbatim and not make the correction. But if you all out there in the listening audience can't anticipate what's coming next the photo 
is of a live animal. Live animal. Live animal. It is a, what kind of bird is that? I was going to say a pink, or I'm sorry, I was going to say a yellow, orange, red parrot, but I don't know if that's a parrot or not. What kind of bird? It looks like a parrot, yeah. Looks like a parrot. So it's a picture of a parrot sitting on its cage, and that's it. And remember, the big red flag for us here at the Waste Butters Podcast, when you're main photo and your supplemental photo are exactly the same i'm gonna dig into it but for this one this is just a bird it's just a picture of a bird but this submitter kind of gets the benefit of the doubt because i can't see their address because what i normally do is i go look around the other area to see if there's anything that we need to report but with this new bug slash feature it doesn't show the address so Village of Wolves, thank you so much for sending this in. You know I love live animals. And if you want to get your name said on the podcast, the easiest way to do it for me is to send in a call of the week with a live animal so I can put it up there. So we're going to tweet this out next week Mm -hmm. so you guys will be able to see this. So we've never said this, Chris. So what we normally do is we will tweet out the Waste Spot of the Week on Monday and then the call of the Week on Tuesday. And we'll just try to do it like one per day. So... Um, if we've got three coal of the weeks, one will go out on Tuesday, one will go out on Wednesday, one will go out on Thursday. That's kind of the schedule, but we'll do the waste spot of the week first. So, Village of Wolves, you made me giggle. Um, I've been I've been looking at this for like two days, and I'm like, I can't wait to talk <laughs> about it. So, live animal, live animal, live, live animal. animal. Yep. Oh, Chris, you don't know this yet, but we are working on a t-shirt that says live animal on it. Oh, nice. And we're going to put it in the merch store once we get our merch store up and running so people can go and get a t-shirt that says Live Animal. So more to come on that. All right. That's awesome. So as a little bit of a bonus, I think this is something that um, Chris and I are going to really enjoy doing. So we told you guys a couple of weeks ago, we really want you, the community, to be a part of the Waste Butters podcast. Not everybody wants to hear Chris and I talk for an hour and a half at you. So what we're doing is we are bringing on members of the community um, and the bigger wastewaters community to be a part of the show. So to kick us off on this, we have two bonus coal of the weeks that were sent in by Sea Princess. Now, when we recorded this, she was not an ambassador and she didn't tell me that she knew she was an ambassador which is good on her. She's keeping her NDA up, but she was just a regular old way spotter like you and I. So we are going to play. So Sea Princess and I did an interview and we um, did a call of the week with her. So we're going to play them. They're two call of the weeks and we're going to play them back to back. We're going to play them right now. All right, guys, call of the week. And for today's call of the week, we have friend of the show, Sea Princess. Hello, Sea Princess. Hi. And you brought us a call, and instead of you typing out what you wanted us to read, we're going to have you present it. So why don't you tell all the listeners, describe to them what they're looking at, give them the title and the description. So this is um, a picture of a flag and a flagpole, just a single flag. There's actually a little bit of a truck in the bottom corner of the picture. The title is Bojangles Flagpole, and then the description is Flagpole at the Fayetteville, Georgia Bojangles Restaurant, and then the supplemental says Flagpoles are allowed by guidelines. This has 
lotta, which is a misspelling. I guess think they're supposed <laughs> to say lots of paking, which again, parking and pedestrian access. And then the supplemental is a very, very far zoomed out picture of the, the Bojangles and with the flagpole in the background. So we can establish that. Yes, this is at the Bojangles chicken um, fast food place. So for now, those who, can who I, don't, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, now can I point out that Adam, who's the co-host of Lured Up and the co and the host of Special Conditions, loves Bojangles but doesn't <laughs> live anywhere near a Bojangles, would love to visit this Bojangles if he ever goes to Georgia. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. For those who don't know what a Bojangles is, it's a fast food chicken, pl- fried chicken place with a, a Cajun flair. Um, but it's definitely just a, a fast food place that I. I guess is not national, but maybe just regional. So sea princess, I'm going to send this out on our Twitter and our Instagram when this episode drops, but can you tell the listeners why you suggested this is coal of the week? Yeah. Unfortunately, like this person says, it says flagpoles are allowed by guidelines. I, I don't know why, but a lot of Wayfair users who I think are not connected to the larger Wayfair community for some reason think that flagpoles are eligible um, points of interest. But if we think about what the criteria is, we're supposed to be nominating things that are either good for exploration, good for exercise, or good for socializing. A simple flagpole meets none of those criteria. And this is one of the, those persistent things that I get a lot to, to review. I always deny them, usually because people haven't made any kind of good case to explain why how it meets those criteria. They just think, oh, it's obvious, but it's not obvious. Flag, flagpoles don't, don't meet any criteria. They, they don't encourage any of those three things. Now, in some cases, there might be like a dedication plaque at certain flagpoles, and maybe you could make an argument that that's exploration, depending on what the dedication plaque says. But in but, that case, but, you would be nominating the plaque and not the correct. flagpole, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's okay. correct. And but sometimes people get confused. You know, they just think they just think it's oh, it's the flagpole. It's not. They don't understand that it's the actual dedication plaque. But but in this case, it's just a flagpole. Nothing special about it. It it doesn't. It doesn't drive any of any of those three main tenets of, of, of Niantic criteria. Awesome. Thank you, Sea Princess. And we may hear from you on a future episode of Coal of the Week. Thank you so much. I'll be there. All right, guys. Coal of the Week. And we have friend of the show, Sea Princess here, who has sent us in a really good submission for Coal of the Week. And again, rather than have Sea Princess type it out and have myself read it, we're going to have Sea Princess live right here with us. So Sea Princess, welcome to the show and tell us about this Coal of the Week submission. Thanks, Jamal. Um, so this is an interesting one because it's one that I looked at and was like, oh yeah, I'll approve that. And then when I realized where it was, I was like, no, that's not eligible. So um, it is, the picture shows some, what we'll call folk art with a wooden frame. So it's a wooden frame with two ovals. Like you might have like pictures of your grandmother and your grandfather inside this old kind of old timey wooden frame, but inside it are um, draw cartoon drawn images 
of I don't it's really kind of hard to tell what they are but they're just they're cartoon images the title says mutant babies and then the description says art piece installed on a telephone pole and then the supplemental is a very short four sentence four word sentence that says lovely folk art piece so immediately when I saw this I thought oh folk art sure I like folk art I'll approve it but then it said on a telephone pole. <laughs> and that's the description. Now, you know, I'm an old guy. I'm not hip enough. I'm wondering if mutant babies might be some underground cartoon. Yeah. And I, I don't just know. don't recognize the drawing, you know. But I did notice this comes to us from Seattle, Washington. It does. And I'm yeah. wondering, and I'm wondering, did I possibly go by this at GoFest? I'll have to look on the map to see where in Seattle this is located, but some of our friends who are listening, who we met at GoFest and some of our Seattle listeners, let us know where this is and if you've seen this. Not the not the POI, because I don't think it's going to make it in the game, but the actual telephone pole. Well, it's funny you say that, because as soon as I saw it was from Seattle, I reached out to Testone, who lives in that area, to ask him, like, hey, is this a series? What's going on with this? Is this official? Just to kind of get his feedback on it. And he's like, no, I don't know anything about this you know this is just kind of a one-off thing he'd never seen anything like it before just to do a little gut check for myself um but the reason why i this is not eligible is because things on telephone poles are not official they're not sanctioned um we're not we're not even really supposed to put flyers up on telephone poles even though people do it because if if the utility company comes along and they need to access that telephone pole they're going to rip stuff down and so there's no way they've given approval for this this hard wooden framed piece to be attached to a telephone pole. You so know, and temporary. if it was me, I was going to say I would I would do one star temporary, if anything, because I could come by and flip this off and it doesn't look like it's permanent. But, you know, that's half the fun of doing the reviewing. Well, Sea Princess, thank you so much for sending this in. And we will make sure we send this out on Twitter and Instagram when this episode drops. So thanks again, Sea Princess, for the call of the week. We appreciate you. All right, Chris, what'd you think of that? Ah, flagpoles. Flagpoles, flagpoles, flagpoles. <laughs> flagpoles, flagpoles, flagpoles. So, <laughs> yeah, way too many. Now, the chicken is good at Bojangles, but the flagpole is bad at Bojangles. So, <laughs> yeah. And I've then the never mu- been to a Bojangles. You know... Hopefully we can fix that. Hopefully we can fix that. Um, I don't know what excuse we'll have to get you down here to the south or what, you know, excuse it will be for me to come up north. But but we got to get you some Bojangles. Adam loves Bojangles. So maybe I'll ship some Bojangles and it'll stop in New Hampshire and then the rest will go to Ontario. So we'll, we'll figure that out and try <laughs> to find a way to keep it warm. But the other one I wanted to talk about, the other one, just real quick, I wanted to get your thoughts since you weren't able to join us on the interview, was the mutant babies that she talked about on the flagpole. Did you have any thoughts that stuck out for you about that? I mean, the picture looks cool, but it just, it doesn't seem permanent. No, to me. it doesn't seem permanent at all. This kind all of right. seems like something somebody slapped together and slapped on a telephone pole and was like, waste spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Chris, you got anything else for the people? No, um, real quick, uh, go check out the Wayfair article that's up on GoHub right now, uh, especially if you're a rural player. 
Uh, one of my Ooh. fellow editors threw up an article about how to wayfare in a more rural community. It's a great read. Um, we might have Kitty on the show at some point. Kitty, if you're listening. Hey, uh, let's I'll do this. Let's put there. it. Um, let's put it in the show notes so people can go to the show notes and yes. link directly to the article. We'll do that. Yes. It's a really, really great article. I loved it. I read it twice, and I sent a message to Chris. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. So yeah, yes, we'll put that right read. in the top of the show notes. So when you go there, you can go and link to it and read it. And then again, guys, send us messages. Feel free to interact with us. Chris and I are like chomping at the bit to answer your questions. And there's a few people out there, you know who you are, that DM me all the time on Twitter. Um, keep it coming. I'm always down to answer questions. Um, and it's fine to DM if you don't want your question like broadcast over the whole world. Continue to DM. So we just love interacting with you guys and mixing it up and having a little fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you don't have anything else? No, no, that's it. I got that's all right. Well, we will go ahead and sign off. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Waste Spotters. If you enjoy what you hear, there's a few ways you can show us. First, follow us on Twitter at Waste Spotters. We are incredibly responsive and we will always take your questions. You can also rate us on the podcast server that you're currently listening to, such as Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, and many others. If you ask me... Five stars are the best stars. Second, visit our website, www.wastebotters.com. From there, you can get links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, or you can email us, webs- or you can email us, wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com. Third, for our American listeners and anybody else that wants to dial an American number, you can leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704 426 Three seven one zero. You never know. Your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show, or you can send us a message directly through Twitter. And finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as one dollar US a month. You will have access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Waste Spotters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. And we can't end our show without giving a special thank you to our new executive producer, Kate DeCons. With that, we look forward to you listening to us again next week. And thank you for listening to Spotters. And remember, there's only one way to stop a fire. Pause my mixtape.